And um, we're studying now the Parsha of Ayetze. So in the very beginning of the Parsha we read that Yaakov was leaving his home, his comfort, his comfort zone. He's leaving his home and he's setting out for a trip which a lot of uh, encounters with a lot of challenges and with a lot of uh, struggles, various different kinds of struggles that he's going to encounter along his route until he can come back home. <coughs> and God appears to Yaakov in his dream. And God gives him such beautiful promises. God tells him, I'll be with you. Don't worry. I will guard you in the road that, you, that you're going with. I won't neglect you. God is telling him, I'll take care of you. I'll protect you. You'll be fine. What more can somebody expect? God himself giving him such a promise not to worry. But then strangely enough, after Yaakov gets up, he makes a vow. And what is his vow? He says, he repeats and he says, well, if God, you are going to do everything you promised for me, you're going to be with me and you're going to give me food to eat and a garment to wear, which Rashi explains, everything correlates, corresponds to the blessings. So, Yaakov says, if you are going to do sort of everything you said, then he says, I will make this place uh, to be the house of God, and everything you'll give me, I will certainly tithe. So why would Yaakov feel the need to sort of question and saying if and he didn't trust Hashem, that Hashem is going to do what he promised and the other thing is, one needs to serve Hashem not because of any ulterior motives, not because he's going to be wealthy or he's going to be protected, one needs to serve God not to get any reward, just to serve God with faith and devotion, without any motives. And yet, he sort of says, God, I will make this and I will do this, provided that you will do all these things for it. But to understand this a little bit, we have to realize what the great challenges that Yaakov had and what we read in the next parsha, Yaakov faced 22 harsh years in the uh, house of Laban. And Laban wasn't an easy customer as Yaakov himself pours out his heart telling of, of all the tsuris and all the deception and all the difficulties, how he made his life miserable. And to be there for 22 years and being tricked continuously and being made to work hard labor wasn't an easy challenge, especially for a Yaakov Yishtam Yeshiva Holim. He spent time in Yeshiva. He was a simple ton in the sense that he th served God with faith. For him, he wasn't used to going ahead and dealing with these kind of deception and tricks. And then he had to face Esau, a brother who's trying to kill him and trying to destroy him. He had some very, very big challenges. 
And we find in the next parsha that Yaakov says, "Kotointi mikolah chasod mikolah emes." Which basically means, he says, listen, God, whatever you've done for me so far is so much more than I can ever expect. We learn in the laws of prayer, one should never pray to God and say, God, you owe it to me. I'm davening so well to you, I'm begging you, and therefore I deserve it. Give it to me because you owe it to me. No. A person always needs to pray to Hashem beseeching and begging for mercy and saying, I know I may not be deserving, I may not fit, I have not made mistakes, I am not worthy of your kindness, but you, because you are all merciful one, please help me. Give me a break, give me a chance, do good for me. Yaakov felt very, very small because of all the favors that he has collected. He felt in his mind even to survive 22 years in Laban's house, even though it was with Cyrus, that was already like a miracle of itself. He was able to raise 12 children over there, nine children over there. And that was born later on, Binyamin. But with his wife, with his family, still he saw that all of his children, all the whole family, he prospered and he was uh, blessed. He saw the blessing. He thought maybe because of all the blessings, Maybe because of all the things he received, he didn't feel worthy. He didn't feel deserving. Or as the Hasidic interpretation is, when somebody feels a kindness from God, a closeness to God, makes you katointi. It creates a sense of humility because of the appreciation you have for the experience that God has given you. So therefore... Yaakov prays, Save me from my brother, from Esau. He's going to kill me, father, mother, and the, father and the children, all of us. The same we can explain is in this parsha. Yaakov wasn't questioning Hashem, really. Yaakov just knew that he had a lot of, a lot of, lot of risks were involved. And Yaakov was concerned not he was questioning and he was putting conditions if he is going to get all these extras. Yaakov was basically saying to Hashem, listen God, I promise you, if actually I will still be deserving of your kindness, that you actually do these things, you will provide for me the means, you will give me the ability, you will provide the avenue so that I could be of service to you. If you're only going to protect me by Hashem Lilelukim, my children will go in the way of Hashem. They will be faithful. If you will help me that way, like you're saying, and I'm not going to use up all my zuchusim, then not as a condition, not as a, uh, if you'll do this, I will do that. In the sense, if you give me the ability to serve you, I will. If you allow me to serve you, if I'm not going to use up my zechusim, I know you promised me, and I know that you're uh, worthy for your promises, but I may not be worthy of it. But I want to tell you, if this actually happens, there is no question I am going to be of service to you. And this is an important lesson to all of us, because in essence, we're all going into a choron. We all go in challenges in the world. We come down into this world, and then we have to deal with the day-to-day struggles out there. A lot of times is, you know, all the roads are 
dangers. We can very easily slip, trip. We can make mistakes. And there's a lot of challenges. There's a lot of things pulling at us. There's a lot of things. And we have this silent prayer to Hashem. We say to Hashem, look, you created us. You gave us a Yetzer Tov, but you also gave us a Yetzer Hara. And you know the struggles that we have. We're constantly battling with ourselves. We're trying to do what's right. And, you know, sometimes we're successful. Sometimes we're not successful. We're asking Hashem. We're saying, don't take away your kindness from us. Help us. Provide for us the means. We want to really serve you. And the bottom line is, we want to serve you. If you continue to show kindness to us, despite our frailties, despite our mistakes, despite our errors, we will be good. We will do. We will come to shul. We will daven. We will learn. And we will do everything that is right. And when you set yourself up with that kind of uh, set of mind, then you actually gain Hashem's help. You trust Hashem and you really want to do what Hashem wants. So notwithstanding everything that takes place, notwithstanding all the lovons and all the Esau's that we meet along the way, just as Yaakov eventually came out and that not only wasn't he scathed, not only was nothing missing as the Pesach says, bodily he was healed, his money wasn't lacking anything, and his Torah wasn't lacking anything. He was a complete and a wholesome person. Yaakov Ishtam. Shem should help us that we should be able to overcome over our struggles and that we remain whole and strong as Yaakov Avinu and receive all of Hashem's blessings.